Hello and welcome to St Tom's Online. Please find this morning's recording of Morning Prayer. The Lord is good, a strong refuge when trouble comes. God is close to those who trust in him. O Lord, open our lips and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. The night has passed and the day lies open before us. Let us pray with one heart and mind. As we rejoice in the light of this new day, so may the light of your presence, O God, set our hearts on fire with love for you, now and forever. Amen. And this morning's psalm is Psalm 77, which talks about a time of distress. Uh, and reflections on that and and again it seems to fit with where we are I cried out to God for help I cried out to God to hear me when I was in distress I sought the Lord at night I stretched out untiring hands and my soul refused to be comforted I remembered you O God and I groaned I mused and my spirit grew faint you kept my eyes from closing. I was too troubled to speak. I thought about the former days, the years of long ago. I remembered my songs in the night. My heart mused and my spirit inquired. Will the Lord reject forever? Will he never show his favour again? Has his unfailing love vanished forever? Has his promise failed for all time? Has God forgotten to be merciful? Has he, in anger, withheld his compassion. Then I thought, to this I will appeal, the years of the right hand of the Most High. I will remember the deeds of the Lord. Yes, I will remember your miracles of long ago. I will meditate on all your works and consider all your mighty deeds. Your ways, O God, are holy. What God is so great as our God? You are the God who performs miracles. You display your power among the peoples. With your mighty arm, you redeemed your people, the descendants of Jacob and Joseph. The waters saw you, O God. The waters saw you and writhed. The very depths were convulsed. The clouds poured down water. The skies resounded with thunder. Your arrows flashed back and forth. Your thunder was heard in the whirlwind. Your lightning lit up the world. The earth trembled and quaked. Your path led through the sea, your way through the mighty waters, though your footprints were not seen. You led your people like a flock by the hand of Moses and Aaron. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. And our New Testament reading comes from the Gospel of John, verses 43 to 54. And the passage is entitled, Jesus Heals the Official's Son. After the two days, he left for Galilee. Now Jesus himself had pointed out that a prophet has no honour in his own country. When he arrived in Galilee, the Galileans welcomed him. 
they had seen all that he had done in Jerusalem at the Passover feast, for they also had been there. Once more he visited Cana in Galilee, where he had turned the water into wine. And there was a certain royal official whose son lay sick at Capernaum. When this man heard that Jesus had arrived in Galilee from Judea, he went to him and begged him to come and heal his son who was close to death. Unless you people see miraculous signs and wonders, Jesus told him, you will never believe. The royal official said, Sir, come down before my child dies. Jesus replied, You may go, your son will live. The man took Jesus at his word and departed. While he was still on the way, his servants met him with the news that the boy was living. When he inquired as to the time when his son got better, they said to him, The fever left him yesterday at the seventh hour. Then the father realised that this was the exact time at which Jesus had said to him, Your son will live. So he and all his household believed. This was the second miraculous sign that Jesus performed, having come from Judea to Galilee. So this morning's passage follows on from Jesus' encounter with the Samaritan woman at the well when he spent some time in Samaria and then he moved into Galilee. And actually, right at the start of this little passage, uh, and it's, it's something that we think about now as we approach Easter, isn't it? The John, the Gospelist, writes about rejection. As Jesus comes back to his own people, he came to his own, but his own rejected him. For the people who came out to welcome him, uh, got to question their motives. Because it, is it all to do with the, with the things that they'd seen in Jerusalem at Passover when Jesus overturned the tables? Is it true faith? Or are they there because Jesus can do these miraculous signs and wonders? Do they recognise him as the Messiah, as the Son of God? And into this comes the royal official, who I suppose is, is an example of persistence. Having come down from Capernaum to Cana, um, possibly took him two days to get there, to ask Jesus to heal his son who was ill. And Jesus actually, while speaking to the official, rebukes the Galileans because what they wanted were signs. And then it, it sounds rather terse, doesn't it? Jesus doesn't say to the official, well, come on, let's go together and go and sort all of this out. He just says, go. And actually, in the original Greek, uh, the NIV translates it as you may go. But the original Greek is a command, it's an imperative. Go. Your son will live. And at that point, I think we see true faith. The official took Jesus at his word. That's a question for us today, isn't it? Do we, do we take Jesus at his word? 
and his faith was, uh, I can't say rewarded, but I can't think of a better word. Through his faith, through his belief, he discovered his son was cured. And there we witness Jesus' compassion in action. And it's such an encouragement for us now, isn't it? That Jesus ministered to people of faith then. He ministers to us too. In our times of difficulty, in our times of need, when we call on him. So there's quite a lot in that little passage for us to reflect on, perhaps later on as you go through the day. As Jesus eventually would make his way back to Jerusalem to face that ultimate rejection, not from everybody, but from some. And that moment keeps coming closer, doesn't it? We're now three weeks away as we build towards Easter. Amen. And so we come to our time of prayer. And as ever, please do put your prayer requests into the comments. And we'll try to get to as many of them as we can as we enter our time of prayer. Almighty and everlasting God, we thank you that you have brought us safely to the beginning of this day. Keep us from falling into sin or running into danger. Order us in all our doings and guide us to do always what is righteous in your sight. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. And keep us, good Lord, under the shadow of your mercy in this time of uncertainty and distress. Sustain and support the anxious and fearful. And lift up all who are brought low, that we may rejoice in your comfort, knowing that nothing can separate us from your love in Christ Jesus our Lord. And so, Lord, this morning we bring to you uh, young Noah and the whole Aquino family and the lovely news that was posted yesterday of, of continuing improvement in Noah. Such an encouragement to the family and everyone who knows him. And we pray that his rehabilitation will continue. And we pray also for with Julie for Danny's girls, Hannah and Becky, Lord. And for Dave's brother Robin, who's undergoing tests because of loss of weight and feeling unwell at the moment, and Lord, we do offer to you all who are unwell. Sorry, I may have got a name wrong there, Lord, with Dave's brother Robin, who has been having the tests. We pray for your protection for him and for um, the uncertainty as he goes forward. 
We pray for all who are unwell at the moment, Lord. And we do give you thanks that in terms of COVID, progress is continuing to be made as numbers of infections and, and those sadly who have died as the numbers continue to drop. And Lord, we continue to pray for our schools and for our young people. Um, we pray that this last week uh, will have helped to ease the tensions and concerns that there might have been around the return to school. And Lord, we pray for the family of Sarah Everard. Pray for your comfort at this time. Lord, we pray for the people of Myanmar and Yemen and all other areas of the world where there's strife, for the innocent who are caught in the middle, Lord. Pray for an end to hostility and pray for peace in those places, Lord. And Lord, with Matt, we pray for Sue and Michelle from our church family who are still both suffering with the the effects of long COVID and pray for their recovery, Lord. And we add to them anybody else who's on that road to recovery. And so, Lord, we ask you to hear our prayers this morning in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. So let's now say the Lord's Prayer together. Our Father, who art in heaven, <coughs> hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. So the Lord bless us and preserve us from all evil, and keep us in eternal life. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Go in peace now to love and to serve the Lord. In the name of Christ, amen. amen. As I say, sorry about the, uh, the excitement at the start. Uh, there was a point when I didn't think I'd be able to, to get online at all. And as the video actually started, I was on the phone to Bob Carkey to ask him to put something onto Facebook for me to say I wouldn't be there. Uh, the... My tablet then refused to work in its normal landscape setting.
hence the uh, the problems at, at the outset. So thank you for your patience and do have a good day. Remember that our morning prayer continues each morning this week.